Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Joe here. Uh, This episode that you're about to hear is from the vault. It's something that we recorded in case we needed it, which we do need it now. It's Kristen and I, before the nominations were even announced, talking about the museum and our recent visits to that place in Cleveland. So I hope you enjoy it. And as always, keep rocking. What? (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, Kristen Studdard. That's me. Kristen. Yes. You, you seem a little... Uh, I don't, what's what's the word? We're recording, Subdued? We're recording this directly after you pranked me. <laughs> uh, we are recording this not 10 minutes after... I pranked your ass and only played Halloween songs for the uh, fake nominee announcement. And let me tell you, I'm still a little salty. Uh, I'm like a I'm like a toasted pumpkin seed. I'm still a little salty. And I want I you know I think in time I do believe this you will come to appreciate uh, what it is we did for the listeners. And I'm sorry that had it had to be on your uh, yeah the sacrifice I'm the sacrifice expense. to the for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you enjoyed it, you'd be sure to let us know. Because mm-hmm. if not, I'm going to go ahead and assume you didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Please don't, uh, and, don't uh, let that hang there. So recently, you and I both went to the Museum of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not to be confused with, with the, the institution. actual institution, the right. ephemeral institution, the Rock Hall. You and I both went to Cleveland, Ohio, yes, separately. Separately, not and, together, because uh, I am not your wife. No, you're not my <laughs> stupid wife. Uh, wife my, acts dumb. You're my smart friend. That is the and truth. And podcast co-host. Hello. Um, yeah, so uh, we both went for other reasons, but obviously we have to make a sojourn yes. to the museum on the lake, which is fun that it's right there. To the museum like a... by the lake. Oh, 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 you know what? Journey gets in on that song. That's fine by that me. That's a good song. Uh, yeah, so let's compare notes, shall we? <laughs> I spent a lot of time at the museum. And I did not. Nope. And I told you before you went, I was like, you got to go. The one thing you have to do, I, I did you, not do. You got to go to the third floor, mm-hmm. which is the floor designated for the inductions. Mm-hmm. So obviously for me, that's like the, that's where you, you I would want to go. Yeah. Uh, and they have a great, I guess I'd call it a movie 
that Jonathan Demme directed. They call it an experience. And I love Jonathan Demme. He made one of my favorite movies about one of my favorite bands. Which was... Stop Making, making oh, Sense? Oh, Making Sense. Okay. I'm like, Jesus he's, Christ, he made he's, Stop he's Making Sense. Few, okay. He's done a few, which is why he was so well-suited to make that, because he's done a few like concert films. Who else uh, did he do? He did Neil Young. Uh, he did a good Neil Young one called Heart of Harvest, Gold. Harvest, oh. Yeah. Called uh-huh. Harvest Moon of Gold? Great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, which made him really well suited. And this was actually Jonathan Demme's last film because he passed away, I believe, in 2015 or 2016. Here's the thing, Joe. If I had known that it was an experience, like they called it, first of all, mm-hmm. an experience. Yeah. And if I had known that I needed to be in line, like they they only show it at certain times. They show it every 30 minutes. And I thought, no, on the day I was there... Maybe they were showing it every yeah, 30 minutes, that, but I just missed it. They don't announce that or anything like that. And also, you can't, it's not like an experience. It's not like a thing that you can go in and out of. You no, must you go on and sit for a half an hour. I yeah. was not aware of that. Because there are many movies showing as you go through the mm-hmm. museum. Right, that you can walk in and they out can of. Walk you can walk in and out of. of it. They have a full big theater where they're, I know, yeah, when where I was they're there, showing the 25th anniversary 25th, thing. Which is yeah. a fun thing to it walk cool. in and watch. I will tell you the things that I walked in on in some of the movie theaters since we're just going to start mm-hmm. off on that it's actually kind of neat so i was walking past an american bandstand little thing yes, where they were great. showing a uh, dick clark american bandstand retrospective Throughout just kind of like a documentary about that and a bunch of people were sitting on it mm-hmm. sitting in it and i and it's it, to be clear it's not really a documentary so much as it is just footage, footage of american bandstand, of american bandstand through the years to just progress from kind of the beginning to prob to when it was over. to the end yeah uh well guess who i guess what was playing when i walked into that theater pat benatar you better believe it that baby is exactly who was playing when i walked in but they were playing heartbreaker mm-hmm. when i walked in and then and then uh, dick clark her, goes yeah. oh wow you got i wouldn't want to make you mad you got a lot of anger in that like tiny body or something mm-hmm. like yes. that and so, i was yeah. like okay we didn't have problematic then but uh <laughs> I, I was like oh it's really fitting and then i tried to take a quick i was just like so mm-hmm. in like looking at her and then I tried to take a picture and it was really blurry and then they moved on and yeah. Cindy Lauper was next they cut to Cindy Lauper I think next I, did, I think I did take a picture or a video and I don't know if I put it up on the Twitter but I will do it I will af- after this airs yeah if it airs um, <laughs> yeah but that's uh, and I watched that I, you didn't watch the whole thing I, no. I just I stayed until she showed up again just so I could see the full thing and that's something they've had at the museum for a long time and it's great it was really cool, and it also like went with the other stuff about music on TV. That whole like mm-hmm. ep- like section that they have at the very top, um, and then I also walked into the 25th anniversary thing. Yes, I'm very curious to, to the at the very end of this like long kind of trading riffs, trading vocal riffs between is it Bono and Mick Jagger. No, because that is a good one. But go ahead. It's Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel wow. on New York State of Mind. That's incredible. And that concert is I I love, as you can imagine. It's uh, it was like the perfect slice for me to walk in. They were just basically like Billy Joel would be like, "I'm in a New York," and then like Bruce Springsteen. He sang like a golden, clear-throated angel. Oh, really? He did. He sounded unbelievably and un identifiable yes it was like gorgeous he sang like an angel it was beautiful that's great and then they finished i just walked in for the end of that and i was like all right good well i gotta get up to the third floor so i can go see my (laughs) i gotta go around the corner so i can go see this film uh when i when i was there uh i yeah i've also i've seen the full 
that full 25th yeah. anniversary thing. Uh, but I did walk in just to watch some moments. And I caught, uh, it was U2 with Mick Jagger. And they were playing Stuck in a Moment, You Can't Get Out of. I was thinking about that song today because someone they were playing a newer U2 song on the mm-hmm. radio. And I was like, U2 should kind of stop. And I was thinking about how the last big songs that I really thought were very good songs were from, from that, that album. album. All That You Can't Leave Behind. Yeah. Yeah. And that song in particular, I think, is very, very, it's very a, good. And I was thinking about that song in particular mm-hmm. and that music video. And it was very on the nose, but it was still mm-hmm. very powerful. Uh, but there's a very funny moment at the end uh, where there it's Bono and Mick Jagger kind of trading back and forth vocal things. And, and but they're kind of supposed to be singing together, but you get the impression that Mick Jagger does not really know the words. So he's uh, just like, he's like a half, he's like a half second behind Bono. And it's like at, when they're like winding down and, and Bono's being like, just a moment. <laughs> and and he, so Bono's going, just a moment. And then Mick Jagger, Mick Jagger is going, and it's just like this. Aaron Neville? It is. It's a little Barry Gibb. It's a little Aaron okay. Neville. Uh, but it's very funny. And I, if I can, I think that particular performance might be online. If not, I will just, I'll find it and I'll, I'll put it up. And I'll, or I'll just text it to you. But it's very, very funny of Mick Jagger's being like, and not really uh, knowing what he is. And then I also saw Metallica play with, uh, Ray Davis from the Kinks. From the Kinks, and they play all day and all the night. Uh, and the Kinks are in right. Oh yeah, Ladoy, they were FYI. right. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the way that kind of twenty fifth anniversary show worked is like bands would come out and they would be like the ones who were staying as they would cycle in guests. So like the E Street Band and Bruce were one, and they would bring in like Patti Smith and then Billy Joel. And then U two was one, and they would bring in uh, you know Mick Jagger. I think they, I think they also <laughs> brought in Fergie, which is insane. But wow. uh, and then Metallica was one, and they brought in Lou Reed, which is pretty crazy. What? Uh, which is why I like this. And it's, it's this is it like the of, ultimate of what you like yes, about the Rock and Roll yes, Hall of Fame. It represents what I really like about the Hall, which is bringing in artists that you wouldn't ever expect to be together. Uh, and the Metallica Ray Davis uh, playing all day and all the night. Isn't is, it Ray Davies? It's spelled Davies, but I've been told it's pronounced Davis. Oh. Uh, but I could be wrong. Oh, who knows? Um, but it's annoying because uh, James Hetfield keeps singing all day and all of the nighttime. No. So like there, he's like singing along with Ray. Ray he's singing along with Ray, and Ray's saying like all day and all the night, and then you hear James go time, <laughs> and it's really a. Yuck. It's upsetting. Uh but that third that third floor experience called The Power of Rock mm-hmm. by Jonathan Demi is an experience because it's like part movie, but it's like on three screens and they are not showing the same stuff and they're not from the same angles. I mean they're showing the basically it is a, a tribute to It's like to an the, immersive in a way, yeah. It's a tribute to the it's power tri- of rock. It's a tribute say? to the induction performances. Oh. The story behind it is in order for Demi to make this movie, he was given the full ar- archives of the induction performances. And he took them together and made essentially a montage. Uh, and it's great. And it, it it's in a, in a way, with the, one of the reasons I really wanted you to see it is it, it is like a good persuasive argument for it's how, like the package it's like yeah. you know gonna sell me on the hall it's and it gives you like the some of the best 
moments from the induction ceremonies and is a, a persuasive argument for that. Yeah, I will say in my defense, the reason that I had limited time to be at the hall was I was there visiting my sister who's working to save our country. Mm -hmm. And um, she's working for a candidate in Ohio uh, named Betsy Rader. And she had like I went specifically to go help her to mm -hmm. go like aid her in the campaign. And she works like 12 hours a day. So sure. we would go like organize a bunch of people, go knock on some doors, go another thing. Like we did that Saturday and Sunday all day. And then on Monday she was supposed to be in the office mm -hmm. and I was supposed to be helping her with paperwork. Yeah. And so in the morning I, we went and did some paperwork and then she got her oil changed, but then um, basically told her boss that she was going to work out of the car dealership while she got her oil changed, Jesus. which we did get her oil changed because yeah. I also she's young and I just wanted to go and help her and like yeah, get her you know her first and, job yeah, and um, and so then she she took me to the rock hall and worked in the cafe while I toured the um mm -hmm. the museum because she's seen it before she went with my parents when they came to visit mm -hmm. so she we had a limited amount of time before she needed to be back yeah at her office sure so yeah the, it the was clock like clock was ticking yeah and it was not like i could be a leisurely it was mm -hmm. like i had two hours of like we had two hours and that was that mm -hmm. and i know you were like don't get caught on the first floor looking at everybody's costumes and i didn't get caught on the first floor but i thought that i'd be able to go in and out of i, I thought i'd be able to watch 15 minutes of this half hour experience and yeah. be like all right then i'll be able to see everything else i didn't realize it was going to be a whole like you got to yeah. sit down yes well i'm sorry i wasn't more clear yeah and i'm sorry that i didn't have more time that mm -hmm. i was helping someone else i guess we'll have to go back <laughs> oh my god i mean the the induction will be there not this year next 2020. year 2020 2020 oh my god because this induction is going to be 2019 it's gonna be april 2019 yeah yeah. Oh my God. Um, and you're you're stuck for life going oh to induction God, ceremonies. No. No, but they're just we'll going to get better, as we've talked about. I mean, I hope so. I think there's no way they can't get better once you run out of the classic rock guys. I really do think it's like it's going to get you. It's inevitable that you're going to have to induct bands and artists that we like. I really as I as mean... the generations shift, as the as the people in charge of this become younger. There's there's no there's no doubt in my mind. Uh. So. Um, some things that I did notice mm -hmm. were the thing. So on the third, I feel like there's nothing much on the third floor, though. The third floor is the floor about the inductions. Mm -hmm. And you can go through and look at all of the plaques of all the people. And then you can mm -hmm. press buttons and look at yes. the different inductees and watch like a minute and a half clip. Yeah. That is not very well curated, in my opinion. The The clip is not like... I don't know. Yeah, they'll, they'll I, show I found maybe myself... a little bit of the speech yeah. and like a little bit of the performance. What's yeah, but what's good about that? And I spent a lot of time at that kiosk because the induction ceremonies are not super available to be watched. Uh, the Rock Hall YouTube page has stuff, but they don't ever they don't have everything. They didn't put everything up there. So there's certain things that I have never seen. Like what? What did you go in there and take okay. a look at? So when we had talked about the uh, induction ceremony from the year 2000, mm -hmm. uh, a few episodes back, that was the one where it was like Bonnie Raitt and James Taylor and Earth, Wind & Fire and the Moon Glows. Uh, do you remember this? Yes. And, and you, you and James Fritz were guessing who was going to be 
inducted. Yes. Remember, we, we yes. did the ballot, right? Yes. So when I was researching that, I was going through to see what I could find, and uh, I couldn't find anything from James Taylor's induction. I couldn't find Paul McCartney's speech uh, or anything like that. So I was able to just see, I was like, I'm curious what Paul McCartney has to say about James Taylor, because I did not know that they had really any connection. But I guess when uh, they were starting Apple, the uh, record label. Okay. Not Steve Jobs. <laughs> In their garage, yeah. Yeah. So they, when they were starting the record label, they were, you know, that was the Beatles record label. Mm-hmm. And they were looking for people. Uh, you know, they were not impressed by anybody until, I think it was Peter Asher, uh said to Paul McCartney there's this guy there's this guy his name's James Taylor he's really good uh, and he was like oh this guy is like incredible well 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 and so you watched that speech in the thing so I get a, a, a bit kiosk. of it you know at that kiosk and then see a little bit of the performance and here's uh, the thing that I learned looking at all of those plaques it is cool for your band to have a, a logo. logo. Yes. Boy, anybody who doesn't have a logo, they just look like a boring bowling trophy recipient. <laughs> yeah. But like, man, Dire Straits has a cool logo. What was it I don't know about? Yeah. Yeah. So I was really mm-hmm. enjoying it. I was like, even like Nirvana has a logo. Mm-hmm. Pearl Jam has a logo. Like, you don't even think about it. Like, Guns N' Roses obviously has a logo. Yeah. Like, Some are iconic, but some are not. But they still have, yeah. Yeah, I, like, like I thought that was one of the more interesting things. I was like, oh, yeah, if your band has a logo, it just looks so much cooler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I spent a lot of time at a, at a kiosk. And I think I mentioned this before, but I was right next to Fleetwood Mac and people. So there's a so there we'll get to yes, the voting. Yeah. Uh, the Stevie Nicks is leading the votes uh, of who should be inducted. And I kept hearing people while I was at my kiosk, people would be like, oh, no, there's Fleetwood Mac. I told you, Stevie Nicks is in. So it, yeah. it feels like people, because it's public who the top vote getters yes. are, people look at Stevie Nicks and go, that's crazy. Of course she deserves to be in, not realizing she's already in with Fleetwood Mac. Yes. That is my sister voted for Stevie Nicks because of that. See? She saw First-hand it. hand experience. She was like, oh, Stevie Nicks isn't in? She should be. And she voted for her. My sister doesn't even like Stevie Nicks that much. She just was like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. She should be yep. it. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. That's cr- so dumb. Mm-hmm. They got to fix that. They got to maybe make the... They should show you the results after you vote, like on your personal Yeah. Kiosk, instead of it being the... Yeah, because that's exactly what's happening. As uh, people are saying, no, no, Stevie Nicks, that's crazy. But the thing is, I mean, I understand people do want to like get an idea like people like mm-hmm. to look and be like, oh, who should I vote for? Oh, right. Like Benatar is not in the top 100. And what is she? She's, she's not... like in the top 10. No, she's not. Pat yeah. Benatar is not in the top I'm 10. I'm sure of it. I mean, I can. I, I took a video of it. I uh, did too. Pat Benatar is number six. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they really. I mean, there's so many votes at this point that they're not really changing that much. Oh, yeah. She is number six. But the top ones, yeah, the top ones are Stevie Nicks, Def Leppard, Styx, Blink-182, Iron Maiden, Pet Benatar, Meatloaf, Janet Jackson. That's so funny that Pat's doing better than Janet. I mean, I kind of, based on the people that are going to the hall, I kind of get, it makes makes perfect sense why uh, the people at the top are at the the people at the top. Styx. Wow. They're part of the Sinister Six. The Sinister Styx. Sinister Styx. Um... Now, there were like little, like almost like phone booths that you could get in and record a, a, a message. Yeah. You did not do that. I did do it. Oh, okay. I did it. Whose did you pick? Whose message did you pick? Alice Cooper. 
Alice Cooper. Who'd you of pick? course you did. I love Alice Cooper. I picked yeah. the woman from the Supremes. Okay. I don't remember her name. Me neither. Maybe Mary something. <laughs> I think it was Mary something, but mm-hmm. beyond that, I don't remember her name. Okay. I wasn't excited really about any of them. No, there they was they someone also from had, the Mamas and the yeah. Papas, Smokey Robinson, Alice Cooper, and then this woman for the Supremes. And I was like, right. well, I'd like to see what she has to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, she just basically talked about who she thought should get inducted into the Rock and Roll Oh, yeah? What'd she say? She said she talked about a lot of girl groups. And she okay, said sure. the emotions, which is I love, Best of My Love is one of my favorite yeah. songs. Do they have other songs? She said they are, um, she was like, they might not have had that many hits or a deep cat- catalog, but... They can sing and they are a great group. And like that was her okay. thing. She liked a couple other people. I can't sure. remember who else, but Marvelettes, uh, probably. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did Alice Cooper say to you? He was just like, yeah, you know, I'm in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it's cool. That's it. I I, I, the, I don't really remember. And then what question did you answer? I answered who should be inducted, and I said the Cure. And I, put, and I put it on our, I put it on our Twitter. Oh, you send me your video, and I'll. Oh no! Okay, no? yeah, I'll send you mine. See that. Yeah. Okay, what I talked. Answer, yeah. I answered who should be inducted, and I said more women, and then I talked about Whitney and mm-hmm. Janet and Pat Benatar, and then at the end, I said, uh, "I have a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's called Who Cares About the Rock Hall." And hey. that was the last thing right. I said. Very good. And what I, but then immediately when it was done, I was like, I wish that I had chosen what's your message for the rock hall and i could have been like hey get it together i think your institution <laughs> like i could have given them a tough love message but mm-hmm. i panicked and got sincere yeah. which is my detriment should yeah. not would right? not have been good uh overcome with passion uh yeah but that's like with the third floor it's is all about the inductions mm-hmm. and i'm so sorry you didn't get to see that that movie because I think it's great. Also, I didn't have any change to play in the pinball yeah. g- gallery. So that's like the, I didn't have any cash with thing. me. That's like the the new big thing. I, did, I also did not play any, but I just kind of walked through. I felt like I was on a mission and I had to, you know, there were certain things I had to do, but I went through every floor. Did you happen to see the the music video, like weird little yeah. like, pole that, that has a bunch of TV screens yes. and you mm-hmm. can like, it's like you can walk around it? Yes. That thing's been up there since the beginning of the museum. That thing is like... Was created it in doesn't 1995. do anything. Yeah, it just, just like, shows like, it. <laughs> yeah, and it just shows music MTV. videos. And... But it doesn't even really. I don't know. I didn't love it. I liked it's... reading about MTV on mm-hmm. it. And, and Pat Benatar, second video ever played. Yeah, loves the battlefield. No, it was a song that I didn't don't remember. The ooh ooh song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what song it was, but uh, she had the second video. So you did, you did go through the first floor, mm-hmm. right? Which is mostly, you know, people's clothes. Memorabilia. There's, there's, yeah, I memorabilia loved it. I stuff. thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. They had all this stuff about the cities and everything too. Mm-hmm. It was really neat. Um, I didn't. Uh, there was no Chicago section. They had stuff Are, about really? Seattle, Detroit, San like Francisco, Los Angeles. There must have been a Chicago something. I mean, because they have, like, every city. That'd be insane if there was no Chicago. Because they had, like, I feel like there was a... um, There was not a um, Pittsburgh one. (laughs) No. But there was, like, a a Minnesota one, you know? Was there? With, like... Maybe just Prince? Prince and the Replacements and Husker Du and... uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I missed it. 
Maybe it, I yeah, missed it. I, I bet it was huge. I bet it was its own thing so that it wasn't next to Well, they also stuff. had another thing that was... No, because they had the music of the Midwest in a little room off mm-hmm. to the side. Okay. And half of that was about Cleveland in particular. Yeah. And then half of it was about, like, the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And they had, like... Yeah, blues was like kind of invented in Chicago. Yeah, so like I'm sure. I know. There was I mean, okay. I y- mean, it's yeah. possible that I just missed it. Yeah, I, I don't remember specifically because uh, also I was just kind of breezing through. I really liked the thing where it was like, here's how these bands influenced these other bands. You told me about that, and yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I went That's in at like a, a touchscreen, a little touchscreen kiosk, and I thought it was really cool and interesting. And I took a little video of. Al Green's version of Take Me to the River, mm-hmm. like, and how Al Green influenced the Talking Heads. And yeah, I thought that was really neat. I thought all of those little kiosks were cool down there. I found this that little feminist thing in the about um, Dolly Parton. It was not even about Dolly it was Parton. Next there to the was Dolly Parton machine, there was right? a, there's a Dolly Parton machine, a Dolly Parton dress, all in this little pinball exhibit, and mm-hmm. then at the bottom is a placard apropos of nothing about misogyny and pinball yeah and i was like uh, <laughs> and, and then advertises bell, bells and chimes I believe yeah is the the female the feminist, uh, uh pinball pinball group. league yeah which is cool yeah but it was totally hidden at the bottom of a mm-hmm. placard not about the thing that it was, that was on display yeah. i mean in no way did it draw attention or earn my respect i don't forgive you hall i don't forgive you did you look through the uh, the TV at the very top? There was like a yeah. rock on TV mm-hmm. exhibit. You know, what was interesting was Kelly Clarkson was talking on, when I walked through it and she was talking about why people like the voice mm-hmm. and why people like um, like singing competition shows because the family can all watch them together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess that is true. I was like... The Voices and American Idol and stuff, that's something that everybody talks about. They're like apolitical shows. Yep. That aren't vulgar. Yeah. Uh, but they're not, they don't skew too old or necessarily yeah. too young. Yeah. They they're are... not like utterly boring. I don't watch them, but like I get it why they're popular. Yeah. I don't watch them either, but I even, I remember in high school, my parents watching it and then just being like, yeah, I can watch this and and getting wrapped up in it. My parents still watch The Voice. I've never watched an episode, but my mom will be like, "Oh, I like him. He was on The Voice." Yeah. Oh my gosh! Also, there's this like that radio DJ kiosk. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I didn't even realize. It. So my favorite radio DJ ever from Chicago, Dick Biondi. That's who I want to like. I don't know. Voice my dreams, like take me to heaven or whatever. Mm. He's been in Chicago for so long, and I didn't realize that he used to be known as like Screaming Dick Biondi, which is wild because he has the most just old fashioned radio voice. Mm-hmm. I love his voice. Yeah, he hosts. I don't know if he still does, but when I was leaving Chicago, he hosted a late night program, and he would always be like, "Hi, it's me, Dick Biondi." Now, before we get our program started, I just want to remind everybody: get out there. I hope you're having a great night. I hope you're having a safe night. Make sure you don't text and drive. It's just not worth it, friends. And blah, like he's just yeah. like, oh, I love him. I love him so much. And then Terry Hammert, who is a radio DJ from uh, XRT, my mom's favorite station. She hosts a show called uh, Breakfast with the Beatles. And like, I've just known of her for Mm -hmm. so long. And she's been in Chicago since like the late 60s, -hmm. early 70s. She's like the first woman to ever be on the morning shift on a major in a major market or whatever. Uh, Oh, and that disc with Prince 
the disc with the prince symbol, the floppy disc. Did oh, we yes, talk yes, about yes, this? Yes, yes. Did you tweet about that? I didn't no, tweet about it because I, I thought you not. might have because we had talked about it. Did we just talk about it off air? I don't know. We. It, I have a I picture of it. Remember. I can tweet it when we put this episode um, out. But yeah, when they had to, uh, when Prince changed his name to a symbol, they had to send a floppy disk to newspapers to download that uh, symbol to put onto the keyboard, basically, to put it accessible when you're... Talking about the artist. Yeah. You know, I guess they had to... Yeah, it was... It's very funny. Like a floppy disk. It's, it's a, like, here's yeah, the symbol. This here's is what the you're symbol. using now. And a, that letter from Madonna to her friend in college, did you read that? No, I don't think so. She, like, was in college in Ann Arbor, Michigan as a dance major, and she sends, a, a like, a letter, a handwritten letter to her friend, and she's just basically like, yeah, it's pretty wild. Everybody thinks that Johnny and I are dating, but... We're not, but it's fun to get all the drama, like blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. she's basically like, I think it's cool here, but I think people are too wrapped up in grades and I'm more here to just like express myself. I think I'm going to drop out. Don't my dad would die if he read that, like blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And she like That's winds cute. up dropping out a year later. It was it was an interesting letter. And like her handwriting is so I mean, it just was neat. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a few cool things that you walk through after you see the power of rock. Uh because it ends with the with the prince performance, and they have his what he was wearing. They have his, oh. his hat and and jacket and stuff. Uh, I also thought it was funny that they had a little thing for Johnny Bravo, the the cartoon. <laughs> the cartoon, the, why? It was in the TV, the Rock in TV, and I guess because Johnny Bravo kind of has like an Elvis. He was based on like Elvis. Oh, if you kind of remember how that guy talked. Uh, and then MC Scat Cat was repped. Uh, Wait, really? In the thing? That's so funny. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that. It's, uh, you know, I feel like the the concept of a museum for rock and roll seems lame. Just hmm. like on its surface. Hmm. Now, as you know, I don't normally stand up for the museum because that's not yeah. my focus. It's not my major. <laughs> Uh, but, but it is in my department, and so it I is will. My, yeah. uh, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think they do. I think they do a good job. Uh, I think there's Here's a lot a to see. Here's a few things I'm going to say about the museum. Please. First of all, it's expensive. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. That is wild. How expensive it is for the amount of things included in it. It is wild that it is so expensive. It should not be twenty six dollars to get into the Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. It shouldn't. No. It's not that much to get into Mocha. <laughs> like Right, yeah. Um, that's crazy to me. And those are like bigger collections, better collections. Of of more historically of, significant yes. stuff. So yeah. that's my number one. When you were before you were buying your ticket, did you pose with a guitar? Did they have you do that? What? No. When I like before I bought my ticket, someone was like, Let's take your picture and I was like, All right, and they handed me an electric guitar <laughs> and I was in front of like a green screen or something. And I just remember that. Oh and yeah, it, people were looking at pictures on their way out. I didn't I don't, but I, I somehow I, got I forgot about that. I wonder if that is somewhere uh that I can access and find that picture, probably with a watermark on it, asking yes. me to pay. Um It I did not I did not pose with a guitar. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing is like some their their branding it could use some it could use some help. It's just not cool. There are some things about rock that are like like some iconic things about rock and roll that are not cool anymore. Mm-hmm. And like 
the people who like them are not cool. It's just not that cool. Yeah. They could use an update. It's like a very late 90s version of what people think rock and roll is, which is like kind of a version of an Ed Hardy t-shirt. It's like the Ed Hardy version of a CBGB's t-shirt is yeah. what people think rock mm-hmm. and roll is. And I find that frustrating. A, a busy pattern with a uh, electric guitar yeah. in there. Yeah. Or just like a black and white thing with a skull that a shirt that's too tight and mm-hmm. like i just don't i can't vibe with it i didn't <laughs> think it was cool or fun my favorite moment that happened was i heard a uproarious laughter coming around the corner i really also enjoyed the whole like early history of radio and technology part mm-hmm. i was like yeah, this is, is genuinely cool, interesting yeah. mm-hmm. i think it's really neat how like big phonographs used to, like everything just used to be so big it was hard to transmit music but as i was walking through i heard just uproarious laughter and i came around the corner and it was just you know multi-generational multi-racial like group of people it was like this older like quite old white people and then kind of like a younger black couple all just having a huge laugh about this old television that was in front of them and the the older people were just like yeah that you imagine having to move that you put that in your house it's going to stay exactly where it was we would sit five inches from it, and they're just like telling stories everybody's laughing and enjoying it and then she's holding the younger woman is like taking pictures with her phone and it was beautiful. It was, a, real it was moment a moment of togetherness. Of togetherness and and I was unity. like, this is what the world needs right now. And I'm I'm glad I witnessed it. And and that's the power. Is that the true power of rock? Well, meanwhile, my sister is downstairs working on this campaign in the cafe and getting dirty looks from everybody because she has all these progressive stickers on the back of her mm-hmm. computer. And she was like, yeah, this is not a friendly place for my <laughs> values. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, she was having some trouble. Yeah, if sticks is like number three yeah. on the list of uh, snubs, then you're probably not dealing with people who are yeah. uh, in touch or progressive, would yeah. be my guess. Yeah. Uh, so I was grateful for it that moment. And you voted, w- we've already said you voted for you voted I for voted Pat. for Pat. Yeah. Uh, your sister fell prey to the trick. Uh, and voted for yeah. Stevie Nicks. Um, I think my mom did too. Well, it's, it, I think that's uh, that's as good of a confirmation of our theory about what's going on there. Yeah, I think she's. I don't. I mean, I think she's going to be on the ballot because of that, and it's wild. They also had like somebody's rock and jock baseball uniform. I love that. That's so funny because that's significant. Yeah. Rock and Jock was a very pivotal moment. Uh, and it was moment. sleeveless. It was a guy, you would know who I'm talking about. He's in a metal band or a hard rock band. And they were like, D. Hemmert. D. Snyder? D. Snyder. No, not D. Snyder. I, Kirk like, Hammett? No. Ooh. Kirk Hammett, the guitarist from Metallica? Mm, maybe not. I don't know. I should have taken a picture of the sign. I realized that later as um, I was posting all those pictures of jumpsuits mm-hmm. that I should have taken a picture of the sign because I do think that that third jumpsuit was Michael Jackson, but that looked, it looked I can't right. be sure. Yeah. I can't be sure, but I'm pretty sure it was. The first one, I was like, oh, cool jumpsuit. And then I saw, I was like, Little Richard? Mm-hmm. He was wild. <laughs> and that was when I started documenting the jumpsuits of the, of the place. Little Richard, yeah, so... Like it's just wild mm-hmm. that 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 went mainstream. I think it's really cool and important. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go, Pat Benatar. You better run. That was the second video. Okay, I did take a picture of that sign. Nice. 
you better also oh worst merch a, a long live rock rock and roll hall of fame mouse pad oh my god very bad that's really funny very bad i'm not trying to tell you what i got you for christmas but <laughs> uh the yeah the the price getting in is uh is a little steep but if you are a musician and you have a website or a, a cd if you're an artist you get in for free wait really mm-hmm yeah, which is pretty cool. If you were like, "Hey, I'm I'm in a band. Here's our CD," they'll be like, "Hey, get in here. You're fine." That is cool. Or if you're like, "I have a here's my website," you can get in. It's it's a pretty cool thing. I like that. Yeah, that's neat. How much of the discount? Do you know how much of a discount it is? It's free. You get Wait, it for oh, it's free. Free. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And I'm not saying that there. Are... Did you show them our podcast? Did you get in for free? I'm listen. I don't want to tell tales out of school, but. If you give them a website, they're not really uh, being thorough to see if you're a musician. You could have given me that heads up. I feel like I might have. No, you did not. All right. You said, go watch that 30-minute movie, but you didn't say you had to sit in there the whole time. Kind of seemed like you were not really paying attention to my my tips anyway, so. I would have heard free, I Mm -hmm. think. I would have heard free. Yeah. All right. Anything else with with the damn museum? trying to think did did you did you enjoy anything else um i i spent a lot of time at the uh on the third floor there were like kiosks where you could like learn about the inducted bands Mm -hmm. but like there's also wikipedia so like i didn't really feel the need to go in there because i kind of i feel like i know uh, and i can learn if i want to there's resources for that online that the hall like back when i was you know in seventh grade that was cool because the Wikipedia was not around so I could learn, but you know, um, but you know, it was mostly for me, like getting to see some of those induction performances that you really can't find anywhere else. I know that when guns and roses were inducted, uh, they performed with some guy, uh, taking Axel's place cause Axel didn't show up. And I think Axel was so pissed that that's like scrubbed from everything. Whoa. I don't even think that wound up on the HBO broadcast that performance whoa uh and there was a there was a little snippet of it uh of sweet child of mine and that that whoever that guy is uh performing with them so that was an interesting little dang little thing yeah i like that that's neat yeah um and you got to see the power of rock i'm telling you so there's nowhere else to see it that's it i don't think so especially because like it's not just a straight up movie it is yeah, it's an like immersive a three-screen experience. immersive experience yeah well there you go i guess see you in 2020 yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be there. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I think that about does it then, <laughs> right? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, uh, if you have a favorite part of the Rock Hall or like if mm-hmm. you think of that- Of the museum. We, or that, the yeah. muse- oh, I'm sorry. Of the Rock Hall Museum. My bad. Oh, my gosh. You would- How could I? How could I? How could I? Um, After I wanna, all this time. We want to hear from you, though. I would love Please. to know what your favorite part of it is mm-hmm. um, or like, you know, your least favorite part of it be be that for sure let's get a discussion going yes so you can email us at who cares rock hall nope (laughs) rock hall pod there you go at rock rock hall pod at gmail.com yeah you can also follow us on twitter at at rock hall pod same Mm -hmm. diff you can find me online at at k stud and i don't know when this is coming out so you know go to my website hello com. that's a great idea to find out more. It's a good website. Uh, it is. You can Joe's fi- got a good website, too. Uh, JoeQuazala.com. We'll be revamping soon. 
Uh, may have already revamped by the time this Ooh. comes out. Who knows when this will come out? Uh, but yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter at Joe K. Joe K. Doing a bunch of stand up all the time. Check me out. Check him out. Rate and review us, please. Five stars uh, only. Five stars only on To be iTunes. clear, we are not married. Yeah, if anyone is upset because they feel like I'm I'm treating my wife poorly or she's or dumb Or that I'm herself, acting dumb to make my husband feel smart. Know that that is not the case. No. On all fronts. <laughs> uh, but th- that we, we do appreciate all of our positive uh ratings and that's that's very nice and the reviews have been very very sweet the reviews are in the reviews are in and they're mostly good unless you uh, have an issue unless with you our misunderstood us completely <laughs> all right well we yeah, love th- you thank Gosh, you do we love you thank you to uh yusu kim for doing the music thank you for mike lloyd for doing the logo thank you to future rock legends for uh having a bunch of information on their website thank you to ted tremper Liz Full, Natalie Garcia Mayor, and Bets the Dog for opening your doors and letting us record in your studio. Uh, I'm Joe Guazala. I'm Kristen Studdard. And who cares about the Rock Hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.